You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about packaging in the lead up to the holidays. And to help us prep for this, we have a very special guest on the show today, Kelly Kempel. Kelly is a packaging guru, designer, and adventurer. In her graphic design studio, Hidden Path Creative, she helps small businesses with logos, branding, and product packaging. Showing others the path to creating recognizable and meaningful brands is one of Kelly's big loves. I've known Kelly for the past year now, and she's done amazing workshops for our maker community in Happening Hands, and also collaborated with me this year on creating an amazing brand strategy workbook for makers that you can find in our membership portal, which I'll talk more about at the end. So without further ado, a big welcome to Kelly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Kiana. I'm really excited to chat with you all about packaging today. Awesome. So I'd love to first know a little bit more about your journey to becoming a branding specialist. How did that all go down? Sure. I mean, I was one of those kids that was in the art room growing up, creating things, loved drawing. So I wound up, I went to college for graphic design and what definitely drew me to that was like having a structure and creating within the structure. So um, while I was in college, I found packaging design and that was really, that was kind of an unlock for me. Like, okay, I could like, I really love this. I love taking those graphics, turning them into this three-dimensional object, something that people interact with every day. And so I knew that I wanted to go down that branding and packaging route after school. And I found an opportunity to join a retailer in-house right out of school and joined a really small team there and was able to help, you know, build some private brands and private brand packaging for that retailer and grow my career from there. So, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's been a really fun journey though, moving from in-house at a retailer to running my own business and taking what I've learned works for bigger brands and sharing it with small and medium-sized businesses. I love that. So I recently saw a post that you did where you showed some of the visual inspiration behind your own logo, uh, Mm. which just threw me for a loop for a second because I was like, you're you had to brand your branding business. And so I'd love to hear about <laughs> the creative process behind branding your own branding business. <laughs> sure. You know, a lot of times doing like your own personal branding or your own business branding can be mm-hmm. the most challenging. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for myself, I tried to just lean into the same process that I take all of my clients through. Yeah which was really getting clear on who I was and what I wanted to offer and what types of feelings I wanted my clients to connect with when they saw my branding. And when I came up for the name for my business, Hidden Path Creative, 
um, I knew I wanted to incorporate some of those outdoorsy elements into my brand without being an overtly outdoorsy brand because I, I knew like I wanted to have that sensibility to it, but I didn't want my clients to think that I only work with outdoorsy brands because I work with, you know, all sorts of different brands. And I think the post that you're referencing was actually, I, I love taking photos of like signs and different graphics when I'm traveling. And a couple years ago, I went to Centennial, Wyoming for the first time with my now husband. We were dating then. Yeah. And his, his family's vacationed out there. Like he's gone out there every other year for years, like since he was a teenager, but it was my first time out there and it's national forest land, really like really, really rugged, lots of really neat old wooden signs. But one of the campgrounds near where we stay had this really beautiful no camping sign. Like you look at you, I looked at the sign and I was like, well, I, I know why everyone wants to camp here because it's such a gorgeous view. And then the sign looks beautiful, but it's still telling me not to anyway, but it's (laughs) had a really unique shape. It had a beautiful script on it. Mm -hmm. And I took the idea of the shape and the, and the script and created a logo for myself that was inspired by Mm -hmm. this really beautiful sign. And for me, I always like to find that like authentic thing that I can Mm -hmm. design from and create meaning from when I'm creating a brand. So you know, if I'm, if I'm designing something that I want to feel a little outdoorsy, I'm going to pull inspiration that feels mm-hmm. that way and yeah. take ideas from it. So it still feels familiar. Yeah. I love that story because it just, I don't know. It reminds all of us that branding doesn't have to be super complicated. You know, the ideas and the inspiration can come from something that simple or you know, something that you just happen upon in your everyday life. And I, I just love that. And I love the, I love your business name because there's a little bit of mystery to it, <laughs> like hidden path creative. I'm like, oh, what am I going to find on this path? Like, <laughs> honestly, I love it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So I know we're close to the end of summer and it seems crazy to be talking about the holidays, but it really is an important time for makers and product-based businesses to be thinking about how to take advantage of holiday sales. Now, what I'd love to know is how can branding and packaging help a product-based business crush their sales goals? Oh man, I love talking about this topic because (laughs) holiday packaging is one of the things that brands can have the most fun with Mm -hmm. and can have such a big impact for their Mm -hmm. sales. And I think that not everybody takes advantage of it. Yeah. Um, But when you think about product packaging and gifts, like so many people buy products and then wrap them up as gifts to get, you know, to give them. And so there's so much inspiration in that. Um, And then, and there's also so many cues where you can incorporate those ideas into your product packaging to visually tell a customer that your product is a great gift. Mm. So you have things in your line all year long, but just by changing a little bit of how they're positioned on the shelf, on your table, on your website, by adding something to the packaging or changing the packaging just for holiday, 
shows the customer that, Hey, wait, wait a minute. This is actually a great gift. And wait, this reminds me there's somebody that I could buy this for. So I find it's really about using that packaging to cue that. And it can be really simple. It can be adding a bow with a two from hang tag in, in your same brand colors, because just like how people want to always answer a question, when you put a two from tag, people always want to write in Mm -hmm. and they immediately look at that and they go, Oh, who could I, who could I add to like, who would I give this to? And then that gives you the opportunity to, to make the sale. So that's just one way to add something to your packaging that you already have. You can, you know, add some sort of like sleeve with a wrapping paper like design that gives the idea that something is a gift. And it also, it creates a little bit of urgency because when you put something in holiday packaging, it's more of a limited edition. That holiday packaging is only going to be available for a short period of time. Yeah. And it gets, it really just gets those gears turning for the customers yeah. of like, oh, wait, I know I have people on my list that I need to buy for. Does this fit in mm-hmm. to that? Yeah. I could imagine even having like an email that goes out that like shows photos of your product packaging, your giftable packaging and has that sense of urgency where it's like, hey, like I have giftable packaging available for X amount of time, order before this date so that you can get the special packaging that you can gift our product to your friends and family. I could imagine that would go over really well. Exactly. I mean, and and it really does like, you know, that was one of the things that I learned working in retail was every year and because it was bigger retail, even earlier than this, we'd be picking out which products did we want to try and put in giftable packaging and how did we want to adjust the packaging so that it shows that. And depending on the type of product you're right, like take a photo and put it in your email blast or put it on your website. And then that, that special packaging becomes as much of a selling point as Mm -hmm. a feature about the product itself. Are you thinking about designing beautiful packaging for your products, but aren't even sure how to get started with the basics of branding your business? If that's you, check out Happening Hands, our membership for makers and creative business owners. Inside, you'll find a resource library that contains a brand strategy workbook that we developed alongside Kelly to help you determine your brand and brand values, the very heart of your business. To gain access, go to www.happeninghands.com to sign up and get your first three days free to check out our platform. All right, back to the show. So I have an art business and I know Mm -hmm. that I'm personally always looking for ways to save money on packaging Mm -hmm. because it can get super expensive really fast, especially if I'm buying packaging for multiple different size products. And I'm just wondering, what are some ways that product-based businesses can save money on holiday packaging and maybe help it go a little bit farther? Sure. I mean, first thing is, is work with what you already have. So like I mentioned before, you don't have to like, like, let's say your, your item comes in a box. You don't have to print a specialty box just for holiday. You could, but that's probably going to be a shorter run, which the the lower the quantity, the higher the cost. Um, yeah. So think about what can you add to it? Can you add like just a belly band wrap that wraps around it? 
um, yeah. that's one side printed. There are a couple great vendors that do wraps like that. No issue is one of them. Or, you know, a lot of times just adding a ribbon or adding a tag says to customers that, hey, this is a gift. Um, yeah. But also shop around. When I'm working with clients and helping them find suppliers to print their packaging, I always get at least three quotes on the same item. I know sometimes it's easy just to go to like whoever you usually go to or, you know, somebody that you know, but it's always good every once in a while, especially if you've been ordering the same thing over and over again, to requote it with three separate suppliers. One of the things I find is sometimes they'll recommend a different material or a different technique that will change yeah. the okay. pricing. Mm -hmm. um, or you might find somebody that just has, you know, a lower price for a higher quality. I try those combination of things like mm -hmm. how can we work within the parameters that we already have or how can we requote things? Another great way to do it is if you can use the same packaging for multiple items. So, cause then you can increase your order quantity, which brings yeah. your per piece cost down. Yeah. That's a great tip. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So I have a bit of a personal question for you. What is the best packaged gift you've ever received for the holidays and why? <laughs> oh man. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw you an, an interesting answer. I'm going to go okay. a little old school with this. Awesome. What I like when I'm thinking about holiday packaging, my yeah. gold standard is, uh -huh. is going to sound totally cheesy. It <laughs> is that Lifesavers book. Uh, did you ever get that as a kid? The Lifesavers book? Okay. I don't know. So describe this was, it to me. Describe it to sure. me. <laughs> so this was a, this was a box and probably held about eight rolls of Lifesavers. Okay. And mm -hmm. so, you know, small, like it's in your hand, Yeah. but it was designed to look like a book Yeah. and, and you could open it. Uh -huh. So there, so it would fold open so that yeah. there would be like four rolls of lifesavers on either side and there would be holiday illustrations mm -hmm. and don't ask me why, but like anytime I'm, you know, I, I see different holiday packaging yeah. every year, mm -hmm. but in my mind, I always evaluate every piece of holiday packaging up against that because in my mind, it was that's amazing, fun. It was an experience. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was super memorable. Like mm -hmm. this is something I would get as a kid, and like yeah, that, it's like nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it like pulls mm -hmm. at your heartstrings a little bit. You're like, oh mm -hmm. man, I used to yeah. get that as a yeah. kid. That's awesome. But it was a simple idea, right? Like. They yeah. just bundled some lifesavers into a box and called it a book, but it was yeah. really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. For me, it's mm -hmm. like old school box of chocolates oh, that has like yeah. a little bit of gold somewhere in there. Just because mm -hmm. it reminds me of Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. And I just, I'm like, oh, I love that. Um, so I ask for chocolate every year. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate I always get chocolate. Great gift. <laughs> it, it really is. You really can't go wrong with chocolate. Okay. So the next step is obviously coming up with some kind of plan to tackle all of these amazing tips you've given us, right? So how mm -hmm. can businesses create a plan for themselves around their holiday packaging so everything falls into place, especially when it comes to where to purchase packaging? 
So I have, I have something special to share with your listeners. I have a packaging field guide system and, you know, I built this based on the same process that I use with my clients to help them find packaging printers and suppliers and really starting with that foundation of what is the strategy? What do you need? And, you know, where should you start and where should you spend your time and your money wisely? Because finding a packaging supplier, a right packaging printer, you could spend hours on Google and still come up with, I'm not sure who to use. So I created this system. It has six step-by-step modules that walk you through creating a packaging strategy, identifying what you need. Um, It's got a supplier directory and a tool for collecting and analyzing all of your packaging printing quotes. That sounds amazing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll share the link to that in the show notes and you had a coupon code for our listeners as well. So make sure to check out the show notes to get a discount on Kelly's packaging field guide, because that sounds amazing. And right now is the time to start thinking about your holiday packaging and, you know, buyers are already looking for gifts. So get on it. So my last question for you, Kelly, is what are your top three favorite books on business and why? Do you know this changes like every day? That's okay. <laughs> I, and like, I read all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but one that is always on my list is called The Naming Book. Um, I believe okay. the author is Br- Brad Flowers. And mm-hmm. it is a step-by-step process on how to name your business or your product or anything else within your business. It's very similar to the uh, process, like the way that I've been doing naming for a long yeah. time. And I know that, you know, so many people always have questions on how to name their business or how to name their brand oh, yeah. or their product. Mm-hmm. It's a book filled with tools and tips and it's like really a, a really great how-to guide. Number... Two, I just read Obsessed, and that is a book on creating branding that customers are obsessed with. The oh my gosh, author, I love it! The uh. author, she's the founder of um, Red Antler Agency, which they've done the branding for brands like Allbirds mm. and Casper. So, mm. like, okay, the, the big like direct to consumer brands that have had a lot, a lot of, you know, success in the marketplace. Yeah. Lots of buzz. Mm -hmm. Lots of buzz, but you know, she, she has an interesting approach in that she feels that brands should get everything done for their branding up front, which I don't always agree with that because I do think that branding can be an iterative process, but I, I do love the like connection that she's built into the brands that she's created. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Great I'll have to that. give that one a read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The third one that I like to recommend is called Cultish. And mm-hmm. it is Amanda Montel that wrote it. She's a linguist and it's all mm-hmm. about the languages that cults use, which sounds odd for a business book, but she ties mm-hmm. it into like how that language is similar to marketing language. Interesting. And how, okay. you know, there's good ways and bad ways to use mm-hmm. that language, obviously. But I yeah. do think, you know, everyone's always trying to figure out how to create a cult following for their brand. Yeah. And so it's interesting to hear how that language can draw people in 
and create a community of brand followers for yeah. any type of group or business. Mm-hmm. So super interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Three books that are now definitely on my list. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Kelly, and sharing all of these tips with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a lot of fun. And I wish everybody great luck with their holiday season. Thank you so much for tuning into the Handmade CEO Podcast. Check out the show notes to get a closer look at our guest today and our special offers. Most importantly, check out and join our membership for makers, Happening Hands, where we feature courses, workshops, monthly coaching, and more for makers and creative business owners who are ready to bring their businesses to the next level. You can do this by going to www.happeninghands.com. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job.